about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. talking about the conquest of faith actually having said that we are so inspired that most of the things that you've seen today is by faith faith cometh by hearing so i was so so touched by some of the things that have been done before that i said i want to repeat i want to repeat of hearing what idris says during this particular time that was a prophetic word so we had it again i wanted to have the songs that speak about conquering so we had it on repeat again how many how many of you are at home and you just hear a song and you just put it on repeat continuously 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 i think idris is on repeat continuously and i i i i i also i think um the songs that we had uh, also is on repeat uh, con- continually we want to just roll this over and over again until that faith is developed on the inside of us uh, i want to hear the prayer this morning on repeat every single time about this one because that also touched my heart and so if any of you are wondering why did he repeat the same no it's faith coming by hearing we requested that it comes up again and again so you can dance yourself through the storm and if you believe that i want you to shout a loud amen amen i want to bless those who are joining us online too uh, and i want to encourage those who haven't joined come and get them to join press that button press the subscribe button so that it can alert you every single time that we're online and i believe in the name of jesus that we will continue to be a blessing to you in the word of the almighty god all right in this next 30 minutes we want to talk about the conquest of faith part three the conquest of faith and I, i'm using the same scripture through the book of james chapter 1 and verse 2 to 3 the philip bible and we've we've said this so many times but i want you to hear it again it says when all kinds of trials uh, and temptations crowd into your life my brothers don't resent them as intruders are you hearing this this is now on repeat it's going to be on repeat for the next few weeks uh, don't resent them as intruders but welcome them as friends that's where the word frenemy comes from frenemies frenemies are people or things you need that you dislike but are there to help you go where you need to go he says realize this is what the frenemies do he says realize that they come to test underline the word test or write down the word test test what test not your income test not your home test not your not not your not not your intelligence it doesn't come to test your wife test your husband it doesn't come to test your children the only one thing that is come to do is is come to test your faith if faith wasn't important the enemy will not come and test it he says it's come to test your faith and to produce in you the quality of endurance but he says but 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 means everything that i've said before you may want to ignore that and focus on this but you have to let the process go on until that endurance is fully developed and you will find you have become men or women of mature character with the right sort of independence and I said, to, I, I, just a brief recap, that we, we, we spoke that this morning or in our lives or right now, we are faced with what we call, or what James calls, frenemies. Frenemies are crises that walk into our life. And the Bible says, when these things crowd into our lives, so these things will crowd and it will come from different angles and it may come at the same time. So uh, we now started to discuss how do we beat these frenemies or crises. And I said, it is only by faith i'm calling it the conquest of faith uh, a faith that walks when life doesn't this is what we're talking about we're talking about a faith that walks when life doesn't the goal of faith is to walk when everything else fails you've got to listen to me this morning abraham's faith walk when he faced a frenemy called infertility Uh, But there was something that 
Abraham held on to when he faced that frenemy and that was faith. He lived by faith. And then we started to talk about how does faith help us to win? How does faith help us to conquer? How does faith help us when everything else in our lives fail? Uh, what does faith help us to do? And the first thing I said last week is that faith deflects. That's the first D that faith does. Faith deflects fear. Your access to greatness depends on how you react to the spirit of fear. And I said you need to be, do three things. Number one, stay single-minded. It's not what is happening to you now or what has happened to you in the past that determines what you become. It is what you choose to focus on. What you focus on always gets better. Number two, I said start making decisions. Worry is a sustained form of fear caused by indecision. Make the decision. Don't worry. God is on your side. It is fear that is the root of all your indecisions and number three I said stay in the place of rest the devil does not want us to rest or be at peace and one of his strategy is to move us from that place of rest by instilling fear into us and suggesting that the promises made in the word of God will not come to pass and let's go to number two number two which I want to deal today is faith number develops a support system Faith deflects fear and faith develops a support system. Let's go back to, the, to one of the most famous um, scriptures when we talk about faith. In, and that's in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. It says, now faith is the assurance or substance, title deed or confirmation. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. It says it's the substance of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. You can't see it. The convictions of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. I hope you get that. I'm going quickly this morning because I want to cover some grounds. Faith in Greek is called pistis. It means to be persuaded. It means to come to trust. Faith in pistis in the secular antiquity actually refers to a guarantee or a warranty. In scripture, faith is a warranty. Meaning, when you buy a car, they will say, we give you two years or three years warranty. What they're saying in essence is that if anything happens to that car, you can bring it back. We will either repair it or we will replace it. And many times the fault may be with you. But because they want to keep their integrity, they will still change it for you. I've mentioned this story before. I remember when I, when I bought a treadmill in my house. I bought it from John Lewis. I, I, I think I can mention them. Well, well, I mentioned them in a good, in a, in a, in a good way anyway. I, I, I bought it from John Lewis. And I started using the treadmill. After a year plus, something didn't go right with the treadmill. Either, either it didn't go right or I wasn't right with it. Something was just not right. Uh, and I knew I needed to turn right. I needed to turn right and make another detour or get another treadmill. Something wasn't just working. You know the funny thing about it was that I called the manufacturers and they were pushing me all over the place. And then suddenly, I don't know why, somebody just told me that John Lewis has a great integrity of replacing products. So here I am, I picked up the phone with, with the assurance that I would get a no if the manufacturers wasn't even uh, adhering to my complaints. So I called John Lewis and John Lewis started to say, oh, we apologize. We apologize for that experience. Oh, what do you want us to do? I said, I want to trade it. Uh, I want to get another model, something entirely different. Oh, sir, we don't have that. But what we can do is that we'll pick it up and we'll fund your money. I said, eh? They said, yes, we'll fund your money. I'm like, after a, I didn't tell them that, but I was thinking, after a year plus, where I didn't get any success with the manufacturer I got success with the supplier and the only reason why John Lewis wanted to change it was John Lewis had an integrity to keep therefore they're saying to you that when you buy something from us we give you a guarantee and a warranty that what you have bought will, will we will sustain it and if it does 
goes wrong, I will fix it for you. That is what is called pistis. Faith is the substance. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. I want to teach you. Faith is what is called hypostasis. It means a standing under. Faith is the support. Faith, I, for me to amplify it a bit, is that which though perhaps unseen exists beneath and supports what is visible. It is then the sense of a foundation. Faith is like the foundation of a building. The, the, the foundation is unseen, but the building above the ground is visible. I hope someone can hear, listen to me. The hypostasis of this building I'm standing in is the foundation, is the unseen support which we are standing on. What we see is in clear view, but what is holding it up is what is called faith. Faith is what is not an ideology. It is a living substance. You can handle it. Faith is the things that support the real thing that you want to see. Take for example, I've got this chair. I'm sitting on this chair. Faith is the chair that supports me. Faith doesn't ask. <laughs> Faith doesn't ask if I'm worthy to sit on the chair. Faith just says, I will support you. And most of the time, you may not see the chair, but you can see the person sitting on the chair. And faith will support you even though you don't see faith. Faith, I'm sitting on faith right now. I am resting in faith right now. Faith is, doesn't say to me how big or how small we will get to that. It's my faith. It is just a little faith that moves the mountain. God is just saying, sit on me. When you sit on me, I will support you. The government may not support you. Your friends may not support you. The situation may not support you. The, the, the community may not support you. The commerce may not support you. But there's something that will support you unseen, but will make you known. It is called faith. I'm sitting down on it. Listen to me. I have a microphone stand. When I sing, if I I can adjust it. And that's the thing about faith. I can adjust it. Faith, Kabodosha. I hope somebody will listen to me. Faith will rise up to your level. This is where you are. But because it's a support, it will keep coming up. Or you just, it will adjust itself up to a stage where it fits into what it needs to do to promote you. It's not the microphone that amplifies you or supports you. It is the microphone stands. It is the stand that is called the faith that supports what is physical. Let me go further so I don't, I don't, get, I don't get muddled up. The, the microphone doesn't say whether it's good or bad. The mercy of faith will keep the microphone working. Ah. The microphone doesn't say whether it works or it doesn't work. That's not the work of faith. Faith will always support the microphone. It is made for the microphone. It is tailor-made for the microphone. The manufacturer made the microphone stand for the microphone. Meaning that you have faith on the inside of you that is tailor-made for you. And it will work for you. It will work for you. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to say this and we're going to kill people's theology. It doesn't matter what happens to me. Mercy always speaks on my behalf. Because faith does not run away. You've got to listen to me. It is the foundation. It's not an ideology. Faith is like my arm which reaches out and stands under the object. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. This is hope. This is faith. Faith will always support hope. Faith will always say, here is a microphone stand. And the microphone will all stand will always call for the microphone. And if it is too tall for you to reach, it will come down to your level. 
if it is too small for you to reach, it will come up to your level. When God says, I'm going to give you a husband, he will give you a husband. It will rise up to your level. When God says he will give you a wife, he will give you a wife. When he says he will give you a house, he will give you a house. When he says he will give you a job, he will give you a job. But when he says he will give you peace, peace is coming. Peace comes not because you are now in pieces. Peace comes because hypostasis. Faith will support what you're looking for. My arm reaches out. My arm is the faith, not the, not the thing I'm hoping for. But when I reach out to this microphone, I am supporting the microphone for it to perform. There will be a performance of God's word in your life. If you believe that, shout amen. Hey, uh, listen to me. Faith is what God gives into our life freely. You've got to understand that. The Lord does not ask us to say that we have the object we hope for. That's not what he says. That's not what God says we should do. Faith. He, he, the, the, Lord, the, the, Lord, the Lord says to us, he says, let, 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 me, let, me, let me do this carefully. The Lord says to us, he says, I will be your support system. That's why the Bible says the just live by faith. Because everything about you, Everything that will sustain you, everything that will keep you, is faith. It's not the things that you see that is important than the things you do not see. Let me give you another analogy. Maybe this will help you. Listen to me. The things that hold us up is not the things that we see. The things we pay attention to is the lipstick. The things we pay attention to is our eyebrows. In fact, sometimes we're not even happy with our eyelids. So we add, what is these things, these ladies? Eyelashes, you see, you see, you see. So, 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 so you see some ladies that their eyelashes are really long. And all they're doing is they just want to accentuate what they have. So they, they, they will go out and probably buy extensive eyelashes. In fact, they will go out and buy Brazilian, Peruvian, Nigerian, Ghanaian, uh, 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 Indian hair. Any kind of hair that can accentuate what is physical. Most of the time, we will buy clothes that are more expensive than even the chair we're sitting down at home. Because we want to accentuate what we see. But can I say this to you? When coronavirus hit, many of us did not remember our eyelashes. When coronavirus, COVID-19, when it hit, some watches that you bought have not been worn in six months. When that COVID-19 hit, that Louboutin shoe, that you have, that you cried and prayed for, has not been worn, and the possibility of it being worn is very near for a long time. As there are no more weddings, or if there are weddings, there are only 30 people that is going to come. You are not invited. Uh, have you noticed right now that that shoe, that bag that you bought, that bag that you bought, that is your life, has suddenly become meaningless. You don't even know where it is. Both. Do you remember that that suit has not been worn for a long time? What have you keep putting on? What are you keep wearing is the invisible. You now know that your heart that you don't see is important. The food that you eat now is important. Because if the thing that is invisible is not taken care of, what is visible will soon die. And many people, we focus on the things we can get than focus on the things that is on the inside of us. Have you noticed that your eyes need to be taken care of so you can find the right shoe to put on? It's the things that you don't see. It's the things that sustain us. The things that you don't see is the things that will keep you going. Because faith is the invisible thing that holds up the visible. And when you get something in the visible, it means you have already got it. 
in the invisible by faith. That's the reason why Abraham had his son before he had the son. <laughs> That's why when he went into Haggai, that was not the son. Because God says, I understand your Ishmael. That is yours. But what I had in the invisible must come to the visible because it was birthed in the invisible and nothing can stop what is birthed in a dream to come to pass in the natural. That's the reason why although they put Joseph in a pit, the thing that supported Joseph was not the Potiphar's wife, was not any other thing. The thing that supported him was what is in the invisible. It was the dream. It was the faith. And he hoped to be the head. And faith kept supporting him until he gets it. I'm going to tell somebody this morning, stop worrying because there's something, a warrior, there's a warrior on the inside of you called faith. It will fight until you succeed. You got to know that. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Faith is like a check that can be cast at the bank where the actual money is. The check is not the money, but it is equal to it. And it stands under until we receive the money. Do you realize that that check will always become the currency of exchange until you physically get it and when somebody writes you a check somebody credible uh, writes you a check let me be clear about that somebody credible somebody that is immutable like our god somebody who is omnipotent somebody who when they give you a check you know they have a check if Bill Gates gives you a check of 10,000, there's no issue. If, 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 if some other person that you understand gives you a check, if I give you a check, you, 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 you're going to the bank smiling. You're already prostrating, kneeling down, jumping up for joy because you know that this man has integrity to back up the check. So why you don't have the money, you know you have the money because the check is the substance of the money that you hoped for. And God says, I've given you a check. Fear not. Uh, this is going to bless someone. Uh, I've given you a check. Fear not, because I will support you even through coronavirus. It is the only currency that is used in heaven. You, listen to me, many people miss and mix this up. You are not faith. Faith is you. You own faith and you deploy it. You always hear the adage, if you come to Africa, the man has money. Or the woman has money. You don't hear that the money has the woman. If you ever hear that the money has the person, that means that person has gone into diabolical, stupid, and, 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 and idiotic things. It means that the money is pushing the person into things that are unsavory. But normally you will hear, they will say, ah, that person has got money. You have got faith. You don't even need money. You need the substance that produces the hope of money that you need. That is the reason why Isaac could sow. Because in the invisible, he has seen the harvest before he sowed. Uh, listen to me, listen to me. Don't tune off. I'm not taking an offering. Listen to me. Don't tune off right now. Because I have found many prayer warriors who are gallant failures. But you can never point to a person who has faith, who is not a super success. And, and, and I know some people are fighting with faith and I need to, need to break this down for you to be able to know that faith supports you. Faith, listen to me, faith is what got you the job. And faith is what will sustain the job. Oh, Paso, but you're not addressing my situation. Yes, I am. Because sometimes 
you lose the job because faith is still at work. <laughs> Don't think that the reason you lost your job is because you do not have enough faith to sustain it. Don't think the reason, oh, I suddenly did a test and I have COVID-19. It means that I didn't have faith. No, 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 no. Don't mean because there was sickness. There was a money issue. There was a marital issue. There was, there, you're not married yet. It, it, it's not because you do not have faith. No. They are not a lack of faith. But faith is sometimes tested. I'm going to repeat myself. The Bible, when we go back to the book of James, he said these things will cloud our lives. And it's clouding our lives because it has come to test our faith. So the fact that I lost the job or the fact that I had a sickness I'm battling with doesn't mean that I lack faith. It actually means I have faith that is being tested. Oh, because faith supports you. And when the devil wants to come in, the devil doesn't want to come in because of you. He wants to come in because of what is in you and what is in you is faith. You can see I'm very passionate about this because the devil has thrown us a lie. Actually, the problem comes because you have faith. In fact, you lost the job because you have faith. In fact, some people have lost their job because they failed to compromise. Listen to me. Jesus' faith was tested in the Garden of Gethsemane. I know we believe in God right now. We believe in Jesus. But Jesus, who is the author, the finisher of what? Our faith died on the cross. Are you going to tell me, as other people said, oh, Jesus didn't have faith because he couldn't come down from the cross. If you were there, that's the same thing you and I would be thinking. Come on. The apostles, his disciples, they left him because they couldn't correlate the man who fed 5,000 and 4,000. The man who healed the crippled. The man who was just walking and the woman with the issue of blood suddenly got healed. They could not, they, 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 they could not correlate the man who they're whipping and couldn't respond. I thought this was the Messiah. I thought this was the Messiah. The Messiah was their savior. The Messiah was the one who was, who was coming to help them. The Messiah was the one who was supposed to deliver Israel from the, from the Roman uh, tyranny. How come this man who looks so powerful, a tecton, uh, uh, a man of strength, how, 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 how can I believe the modernity of this lie? How can I believe the fact that this same man who says he had faith that can move mountains, this man that looked at the tree and said there will be no fruit upon you anymore, cannot even move the mountain of destroying the soldiers that are beating him at the moment. Let me say to somebody, you may be taking a beating, but the beating is because of the faith that you have on the inside of you that's taking you to your promised land. It's not because you're a failure. Faith comes to support you. Listen to me. Faith came. Job was tested. Faith came. Joseph was tested. Faith came. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was looked at as a loose woman. Uh, this has nothing to do with the TV program, please. Uh, she was looked at somebody who was who was, who was frivolous with her, with her life. Because in those days, if you get pregnant out of wedlock, you are looked at as a cheap woman, easy woman. And everybody will be looking at her like, whoa, look at Mary. Look at the person who said she's a child of the almighty God. Look at the person who goes to church. And then she's suddenly pregnant. Immaculate conception. Don't go and get pregnant. Don't, I'm talking about immaculate. I'm talking about why faith made you do that. You're hearing, which camera should I look at? Are you hearing me? Look, listen to me. Listen to me. Don't go do something that is out of faith. If you do something that is out of faith, it will produce failure. So don't go say, Pastor said, you know, the woman 
Mary got pregnant. Maybe it was by faith that I got pregnant. That's not what I'm talking about. Can we go back now? Are you here? Don't, don't, go, don't, don't, don't do that. If you do get pregnant, you, get preg- you got pregnant out of faith. Because faith is supposed to support your belief and trust in God, in your piety, in your holiness, and in righteousness. All right? Let's go back. Back to the stuff. So Mary, here we are, looking at Mary. And we're looking at Mary, and Mary suddenly gets pregnant. Why did Mary get pregnant? Why was she suddenly an outcast? Was it because she lacked faith? Or was it because faith made her get pregnant for the purpose that God has over her life? Is anyone hearing what I'm saying right now? Let, let me give you this. The three Hebrew boys were thrown into the fire. Many of you would say if they had faith, shouldn't that fire have been extinguished before they got in? No. Faith supports you in the midst of a fire. Oh, let's talk about Daniel. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. Personally, if I was God, I would probably deliver Daniel before the lions. In fact, I would let the lions jump up from the pit, eat those who were throwing him there, and let's just take, just swoop up Daniel and just allow Daniel to fly all around. That's probably what I would do. The spectacular. God is not in the spectacular. God is in the supernatural. God sometimes is not in the visible. God is in the invisible. You've got to listen to me right now. And God did not come before he was thrown into the lion's den. God came when he was thrown into the lion's den. Somebody's got to listen to me right now. Let's talk about Elijah. Listen to me. Let's talk about Elijah. Here we, know, here we have this man who prophesied about drought and drought was. Subsequently, he, he, he went forward and he fought the prophets of Baal on Mount Horeb. His faith moved the Lord God to answer him by fire. And all the false prophets were killed. This is Elijah. But... When the king's wife, Jezebel, heard of all of this, she threatened Elijah's life. Elijah's humanity kicked in as he ran for his life. Listen to me. (laughs) Because many of you don't understand what faith is. Elijah, he ran for his life, sat under the broom bush, wrestling with faith, and then he prayed to die. (laughs) He says, God, take my life. He was depressed. But look at what faith does. Faith does not accuse you. Faith supports you. This iPad is being supported by this table. And you know what? God supported Elijah by compassion. How did God respond? As I said, God comes and raises us up to our level. God came and he, instead of condemning him, like many people condemn others when they're going through trouble, God came with compassion. Do you know what he did? He fed him. He fed Elijah. He fed him. He sent ravens to feed him. He gave him water. And then he gave him a new purpose. And says, eat, eat son, Eat because what you will eat will now sustain you for the next 40 days. Eat right now. Sit at the brook and drink. This brook will sustain you. God never spoke about his depression. Never spoke of what we call his lack of faith. Because he was tested because of his faith. Faith supported the woman with the issue of blood when no one else could. Faith supported Joseph in prison. Faith, listen to me, deflects fear. And faith develops a support system on the inside of you. So let me close by giving you two things you should never do. Number one, don't compare your faith. Ah, turn to yourself or someone at home and high-five them or clap to yourself. And say, I will never compare my faith. Don't compare your faith. 
Listen to me. What do you need? A mustard seed of faith. Not a big faith to move mountains. Just a mustard seed. A tiny, weeny little faith. Don't say, oh, as some people say, oh, they got the house because they had big faith. Oh, they're married because they have great faith. No, 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 no. It's faith that actually kept you obedient. Not to fall into the wrong person's hands. It's faith that says, I am not going to marry somebody who is out of the will of God. It is faith that comes to you and says to you, I will support you. Even though you're single, I will support you. Even though you don't have a job, I will support you. Even though you don't have what you have, what you need, because you will not steal, you will not borrow, you will not cheat, you will not steal another person's husband or wife so that you can get to where you're going. You will not walk down the aisle out of out of no faith. You will walk down the aisle with faith that this is the one God has provided for me. Don't compare your faith to somebody else. They may have the big house with a big mortgage and a big debt. Don't compare yourself to someone who is driving a BMW which is full of debt. Bof, bof, bof. Listen to me. I'm talking to you in the camera. Don't follow the be my wife car. Don't follow it. Because even though you're walking down the street and the women ignore you, they ignore you to their peril because the man walking down the street may have more substance than the man driving a car ridden with debt. Listen to me, ladies. You you don't need to be in a hurry because although they can have a six-pack, and I've always said this, six-packs always pack up. And if you go for a six-pack, you may not understand that he's not packed with faith. So when the trials come, the situation comes, and the tribulation, everything packs up. Because six pack cannot fight against a pack of wolves. When, 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 when God wants to bless you, he blesses you with the things that although it's not seen, it will sustain you. Don't compare yourself. Faith does not compare Oh, he has a big church. Because he has a big church and you have a small church does not mean you lack faith. Many people say, let me give you the seven ways to grow your church. I've used it. It didn't work. The only thing that will grow is when God says grow. Because sometimes God will say no. And God will say slow. And then God will say grow. Before he says yes. And when Joseph thought it was time to go, God says, slow down. When Joseph thought it was time to go, God says, no, no, because I don't want you to be a king among your brothers. I want you to be the king of Egypt. <laughs> don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself because of where somebody else is. Don't compare somebody's ends to your beginning. You're just starting. Use your faith to support where you are. Be obedient in following God. Listen to what Matthew, they probably will find it. Matthew chapter 6 verse 30 says, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today. Listen to me. But if God so clothed, Matthew 6 30. But if God so clothed, <laughs> but if God so clothed the grass of the field, now, if God so clothes, I'm going to say this again. If God could give clothes to the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you of little faith? God says don't compare your faith to someone because your little faith will help you. The, the, the woman says, even the crumbs... Even the crumbs, just give me the crumbs that fall from the table. Because the substance in the big bread is the same substance in the crumbs. How many times have I felt that God hasn't answered my prayers because I lack faith? No. The only reason why God doesn't answer our prayers is not a lack of faith. It is doubt. 
it, no, it's not even doubt, you know, it's unbelief. And you know where we get the unbelief? It's because I have compared myself to somebody else. The, the, the trajectory of their life is entirely different from my life. So they may be going at a fast pace, pace because of where God wants to take them. And I may be slow but steady and sustain it and still overtake them. Because my faith has to keep me on the journey where, I, where I'm going. If you, if you make a decision, listen, listen to me. And this is one of the most important things. Because sometimes we compare ourselves based on the decision we make. Every single decision that you make will have its challenges. Listen to me, don't worry. Because faith will support you regardless of the decision you make. Don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself because you don't know the decision they have made. Faith does not compare. Faith supports you. Hypostasis. Faith is still your chair. This is your chair. Sit down. Rest. Don't let anything move you. So when I make a decision, I sit down. Because what will support me is not my decision. Because it's not my faith. What supports me is the faith of God. And God is merciful. Even if I make the wrong decision. He says, I will go before you and make the crooked path straight. Are you hearing me somebody? That's why faith will deflect the fear. Have you ever felt that no one is helping you? Have you ever felt that you're all alone? Have you ever felt confused? Have you ever even felt confused on the different advice you're getting? Faith will support you. Number one, don't compare your faith. Faith cannot be compared. Stay where you are. God is blessing you. Number two, don't let your faith fail. Meaning, nobody's here, but I'll try to demonstrate this. Meaning, don't let this go because if it does, you will fall to the floor because when you let this go your support system has failed sit on it I make the decision I will sit there this cannot fail the only way it fails is when you let it go listen to me Luke 22 31 to 32 Luke 22 31 to 32 what did he say he says behold Satan had desired to have you. Luke 22 says, Satan has desired to have you, that he may shift you, shift you like wheat. But I have prayed for thee, as my wife did this morning, that your faith, your faith, your faith does not fail. Don't let this go, because when it goes, what you need to amplify your life is missing. He says, Jesus says, I have prayed not for you, but I've prayed for what will sustain you. I've prayed for this. This. I've given you this. Because if this fails, then you're nothing. Don't compare your faith. Don't let your faith fail. He says that thy faith fails not. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Until, listen to me, let me close by saying this. Until your faith fails, you don't become a failure. Once your faith fails, your spiritual life fails. Because Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4 tells us, it says, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Listen to me. Just as heart failure is threat is a threat to its victim, a faith failure will make a believer sink. I pray that your faith will not fail. Sit down. Sit down. Because when you're sitting down, Faith will support you. Faith will not let you start comparing. Don't let your faith fail. Pastor, how do I not let my faith fail? 
Always stay in the presence of God. Keep praying. Faith comes by hearing. Let them leave you. Let them forsake you. Let them depart from you. Let them go away from you. One thing you should never let go is faith. Faith is the foundation. Faith is the substance that brings what you hope for. It may shake, as you can see. This iPad is shaking right now. It can shake because the test will come to shake you. But the only thing that is shaking is this, not this. How can you see? This is so solid that when the devil wants to sift you, faith will sustain you. I'm speaking to somebody who has felt that because of what they're going through, it is a lack of faith. It's not a lack of faith. It is a because of faith. That's why you're going through it. But it will support you. It will sustain you. Tears may come down your eyes, but faith is going to support you. People may leave you. They may look at you as a failure, but faith will support you. Come on. Single mother, you are the faith that is supporting your child to where they're going. Faith is the thing that says, I will not give up on this child. Faith is the thing that says to you, I'm going to make progress. I watched a video of a young guy who is in a church. He's now in Australia. And when he was saying, they were asking him, so, so what, what is the thing that has helped you in life? He says, my mother. He says, my mother. I, 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 I listened again. He says, because when everybody else left, my mother still stayed. Even when I did something wrong, my mother still stayed. My mother was my support system. My mother was the one who, when I looked at her and said, if you're a single mother and you can bring up two boys, I have no excuse not to be successful. She had to go through her, her, her doctorate degree. She had to bring up two children. She had to work two jobs. And then she brought her own property. She said, he said, my mother, my mother, faith is your mom. Faith is your support system. Faith is the thing that says, I will never leave you or forsake you. And you know who is the author of your faith? Jesus. He will never leave you or forsake you. Let me debunk this. It doesn't matter for today whether it is great faith, whether it is medium faith, whether it is little faith. All you need to know is faith that does not run from you. Faith is your support system. Relax. Stop trying to hype up your faith. Rest in your faith. Because faith does two things as of today. Deflects fear and develops a support system that you cannot sink. You will not fail. The coronavirus can take away, away jobs, but God will sustain you in Goshen. Because it is not by your power or by your might. It's by the spirit called faith that truncates the spirit of fear. Fear not. God is with you. I hope you got something this afternoon. God bless you and keep you. Can we bow our heads wherever you are? And start to lift up your hands wherever you are. And start to say, God, I sit down. I sit in faith. If you're standing at home, find a seat and just sit down. And say, now I'm going to sit down. I'm going to rest in God. Because it's not what I do that matters. It is what God is doing on the inside of me. God has given you faith. You do not buy faith. When you believed in Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, faith developed on the inside of you. You haven't seen Jesus. But if you believe in him, that's faith. You're believing in the invisible. Who makes the visible come to pass? You're sitting down on faith. You're supported by faith. You're deflecting fear by faith. Embrace faith. Don't paint the outside and lose the inside. Develop the inside that can help you paint the outside. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've just missed this. Don't paint the outside and miss the inside. Develop the inside so it can paint your outside. The inside of your faith will beautify your life. God is about to beautify your life. Not by what you do, but by what he has given you. He will support you. Because when he gets you to the place of success, he will sustain you there. Thank you, Heavenly Father. 
If you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, you're watching me online. You're wondering, who is this backing pastor? Who is this man that's so much shouting? He's saying that Jesus is all that you need. That's all my passion. He's giving you everything that pertains to life and godliness. He's telling you you're not a failure. He's telling you stop comparing yourself to others. Stay in your own lane because God loves you. As my wife preached on Wednesday, he loves you. He will not forsake you. It doesn't matter where you are. You will overtake those who have gone before you because he loves you. He's giving you the faith to outrun the chariots. God Jesus is saying, come to me, all ye who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. When you come to him by faith, he will give you rest. He will make you sit down. He will make you lie down in green pastures. He will lead you beside the still water, Psalm 23. Stay in the place of faith. And if you want to give your life to Jesus, say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I give my life to you. I ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. I ask you to be the author, the beginning and the end of my faith. That I will no more put faith in my money, in my job, in my life, in my intelligence. But I put my faith solely in you. Thank you, Jesus, for I'm a child of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Someone says, Amen. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.